Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to episode three with Matt and Andy with Andy and Matt. I'm Matt and he's Andy. And this is, as Andy mentioned, our third episode. And today we're going to be calling it Flamio Hotman. Yeah, episode three, Flamio Hotman. We're going to basically be doing a large dissection of Avatar. Um, it's about a guy who is uh, crippled in a wheelchair, and he's an ex-military guy, and he goes to this planet full of these like tall. No, no, no. The the other Avatar. What other Avatar? The the, the one that doesn't have purple people. At least they're I not don't purple. They're blue. They're blue. Whatever. That's I, it's it's not on planet Pandora. That's I, not what I signed up for. That, that's okay. Look, that I don't even think they mention what the planet is called. Pandora. No, no, not on the one I'm talking about. This oh. is the cartoon one where they throw all kinds of like bullshit elements here and there. Oh, Earth, got you. Earth. So, is that really what they call it? Yeah, man, it's Earth. I doubt it. <laughs> so before we get into it, uh, just a couple shout outs. Um, we're getting uh, a little bit more built up here on our social media platforms. We're pretty much available everywhere. Podcasts are streamed. So. Spotify, Apple iTunes. Uh, we got the website up at hybridproductions.com. Also, a shout out to our production team, Hybrid Productions. Um, take a look at our Facebooks, like, share, subscribe. We've got our podcast, Matt and Andy with Andy and Matt. We've got Matt's other podcast, which, what's the name of that, my man? It's called Let's Try Something New. I am a very basic type foodie type person. Pepperoni pizza, chicken nuggets, and they feed me ridiculous things and chocolate watch milk. my reaction. What? Chocolate milk. You forgot chocolate milk. I love chocolate milk. That's his big one. And then our final podcast is going to be uh, the gas station. That one's going to be more of like kind of just a dissection, uh, dissection and uh, talk about trapping, trapping, tra- trapping, tra- trapping, and trapping and cannabis. Oh, okay. And trap housing and gas stations. I think they talk about the Quickie Mart and Circle K. The Quickie Mart doesn't sell gas. Oh, right. It's a convenience store. Anyway. <laughs> Let's cut that. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, back to what we're doing today. Which is Flamio Hotman. Flamio Hotman. We're going to talk about Avatar. Uh, the Last Airbender. Yes. Uh, apparently. Not, not the blue people. I was not briefed on that part. He was. I, shut up. Um, anyway, so it's pretty hot right now. Everything with uh, quarantine, no one's allowed outside of the house. So the Netflix was like, let's grace you with the gift of God. And it's been running in the top 10, I think, for the past like two months. So we figured now's a good time before the hype train dies. Rightly so. It was it, when it first came out. It was such an important part. It had so, all kinds of lessons and great things to teach people. And I was a kid. I didn't get any of it. But now when I'm older, it's so much nicer to watch it and be like, "Oh, that's what he meant," or "That's what he's doing." I still find myself missing most of like the subtleties of that show for the most part. I I feel like I could watch I could watch Iroh. Uh, oh. Uncle Iroh could say something, and I, it's like, damn, now now things make more sense to me. It doesn't matter. It's just the kind of character that he is. My favorite thing about the community for Avatar The Last Airbender is like, oh, Uncle Iroh is Zuko's uncle. No, he's, he's our ev- uncle. He's everyone's uncle. Yes. He's Uncle Iroh. Yeah, that's how communism works. It, 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 okay, look, I don't, I, I don't claim to understand the different. I, I feel like we should understand the different uh, socioeconomic systems of Avatar: The Last Airbender since we've been watching it for probably fifteen years by now. Well, and there's fascism. 
for sure. Well, and there there is fascism. There's no war in bossing, say. Does that, does, since there's no what does is is the Earth Kingdom like a like a a communism? I think like, for the I think for the most part, like I think the Earth Kingdom in certain aspects functions as more of like. I don't want to say like a democratic system, but something like it. And then the Fire Nation is obviously like a fascist militant um, system. And I think like the Water Tribe. Yeah. And the Water Tribes are just like a hierarchy of elders. So it, it's also funny too how I find like, oh, you live in the North Pole and you ride around on fucking penguin seals and you don't understand how technology works at all. Like they were the most po-dunky like nation where oh we live in the igloos. water tribe yeah like the southern water tribe lived in like a crappy little village igloo setup and then even the northern water tribe like it was still just a bunch of fucking ice and water where <laughs> you know the earth kingdom's like hey we have giant cities and monuments and like this the delivery system and the fire nation's like look tanks and dirigibles and this fucking lizard rhinoceros thing yeah but the water tribe could have collapsed their entire nation to to nothing and brought it up somewhere else in moments because i mean the whole water they, of course they everything was ice and water when you can and, and with the earth kingdom of course they had monumental structures because it's like hey look boom <laughs> now <laughs> there's a tower that's like 700 stories and they, they probably couldn't do it that quick but you know what i mean i mean i don't know man i i, I feel like boomy just like sneezed boomy was on steroids and crack cocaine the he whole was on series crack he had to have been that's that, the only excuse for him acting so hey yang you want to watch me snort this mushroom bro that was not rock candy it it it, it you know what? I it, if rock candy did that to people, I would be terrified. <laughs> I, I rock mean, candy it, is it, it, it couldn't cocaine. be sold. It couldn't be sold in stores. I mean, for a little while, at least Coca Cola had cocaine in it for a bit. And there was all kinds of stuff that did shouldn't you, have been marketed. Did you kids. know? Here's a here's a fun side fact for you guys. It has nothing to do with what we're doing today. But since I said cocaine and Coca Cola, did you know that during World War II, the German military would put methamphetamine into chocolate bars to give to soldiers, so they would just go like hype shit, OD crazy, and murder a bunch of people. Yeah, I forgot what it was actually. They had a name for it. Temporary super soldier. No, yes. no, it was like it a, was Captain America. It, it was like a little like. They, they packaged it it's with every red soldier. Chocolate yeah, bar, yeah. Little... I don't. I think it was just like Nazi chocolate. That's what it said. It just said Nazi chocolate. <laughs> I, every I, bar you buy gives a dollar to a concentration camp. I don't think that's how it works. That's exactly how it works, man. I understand the socioeconomics of nineteen. 19- 32 to 1945 but do, you Germany. but do you understand the socioeconomics of avatar the last airbender yeah they mostly worked on a barter system and then the more advanced cities had some kind of currency system that's why like water tribe money earth kingdom money and fire kingdom money were like all different but for the most part in those smaller villages like hey i've got a fish could i have that wooden leg well i feel like earth kingdom money was a little bit more subs- substance oriented because they actually were like here's gold here yeah. do do this I for me what the fuck was water tribe money man they didn't. They, they that was just the barter system. As no, far no, no. Because remember, remember when they were? I think, um, like in the beginning series, they were trying to buy something. They're like, "Well, you take Water Tribe money." And they're like, "As long as it's cash." And it was like dinky little like painted coins. I think. Like, what did what was that? What was that made out of? Where did that come from? I didn't see a printing mill anywhere in the in the igloo village. I'm I'm sure they had one. 
Yeah, right. Like just, just <laughs> hidden, tucked away. They're like, we don't need to show the people the mint. Well, obviously, they. It was an entire nation. They had to have had some sort of centralized currency. I'm just talking shit. I don't know. Yeah, no, I it, don't. It, they, they don't touch on that because the the story was more about the story of Ang than the story of the actual world that he was trying to save. It was clearly fucked up. So they they needed him, and he was there. Right. I mean, pretty much, like. <laughs> You could, you could dive into the lore of this for hours and hours. There's all kinds of fine subtleties, like secret tunnel. Oh, yeah, secret tunnel. Through secret the mountain. Tunnel, through the mountain, yes. But there <laughs> there were all kinds of different societies. They, they didn't always need money. Hell, sometimes they, like we were saying, barter. I'm the avatar. Give, give me shit for free, please. It, 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 didn't, it didn't really always work. But no, but sometimes it did. Most people were like, oh, my God, it's the avatar. Yeah, let's give them all of our stuff. My, you know what my favorite? They, they, they were gonna. They, they were. Go, they thought they were uh, Fire Nation spies in the beginning when they got to Kyoshi Island. Yep. And they, they almost. They, they're like, oh, they're, they're, no, they're nobody. They're obviously spies for the Fire Nation. We're gonna feed them to that giant fish outside. Well, I mean, yeah, man. Like nobody had seen the Avatar for a hundred years, so nobody knew what he looked like. Everybody's got weird tattoos. There's a guy with a fucking eye tattooed on his forehead. You know, it wouldn't be kind of out of place for some dude to have arrow tattoos. Hey, hey, Sparky, Sparky, Boom Man was very different. Combustion Man? Sparky, Sparky, Boom Man. I wonder, you know, I feel like he had a real weak-ass name like Dennis. <laughs> or like Phil. Like, so, not something threatening. Like Gilbert. 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 All right, guys, I'm sorry. I'm now writing for Nickelodeon. Uh, the canon name for Sparky, Sparky, Boom Man is now Gilbert. Gilbert. Not a name you want to yell out during orgasm. <laughs> oh, Gilbert. <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> Apparently oh that's a God. name Matt wants to yell out during orgasm. That says a lot more about you than I thought it would. No, it doesn't. I just wanted to hear how it would sound. And obviously it sounds awful coming out of my mouth, but what wouldn't? I mean, that's for sure. So, you know, I think one of my favorite things about Avatar The Last Airbender was like... It was a very, like, well-rounded series. The character development was really good. This plotline was very, very good. I think one of my favorite things about it, though, is like... Everybody was like, give us more, give us more, give us more. And then the writers, um, they were like, well, Avatar's over. We only planned it for this long, and these were the things that were going to happen. We gave you a little bit of the extra in the comic books, and then they made Legend of Korra, uh, which we're going to talk about at some other injuncture. But, like, they stopped. They were like, no. They didn't get bullied into making more than they wanted to, which I've seen happen with some shows, and then it just, like, pumps out garbage. Because the the creator comes to resent it, and they, oh, yeah. they hate their own work. Like, so why would they continue? Because they're being pushed. Exactly. Like, Family Guy hasn't been good for, like, ten years. I I, I haven't really I don't. Ha haven't been watching American it. Dad is the more supreme, like, adult program, I, I, in I, my I, opinion. I, I do like American Dad. They also have a lot more musical episodes. Anyway, um... I like how they, like... Every character has an arc. Yeah, pr uh, pretty much. Uh, pr every single... I mean, people Except like... Except Toph did have an arc. It wasn't as much of an arc, but she she distrusted people because of, of how overbearing her parents always were. Yeah. And, and when she finally had to come out and show her parents who she was to protect her, to protect them, the, them and to protect Aang, it just it, it backfired and they mm -hmm. put her under even heavier guard. Not so what she I ran away. They, they, you would think that, oh, wow, look at how powerful she is. She can clearly defend and protect herself, maybe even us. No. 
no, she's she needs she's to be. She's a frail little girl who just lifted a mountain, basically. She obviously, my precious little flower can't be harmed by. I can't allow anything, so we need to lock her up so she gets protected forever. And of course, she would run away. Oh, for sure. You know but what? But they thought the Avatar kidnapped her. Right. Yeah, the Avatar kidnapped. You know what the funniest part of that was to me? Was you know the 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 boulder, which is obviously Rock the Dwayne Johnson, um, Dwayne, Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson. I know what I said. I I also really feel like uh, uh what was his name? The British Bulldog. Uh, what oh, was it? Uh, whatever. Uh, I I don't remember. They don't matter. They, they were, do. No, they, they do matter. No, they How don't. dare you? They're not important. They, they, oh yeah. Yeah, that was the boulder. The, the, yeah, no. <laughs> The, the Slim Jim guy. Oh, Macho R- Man Randy, Randy Savage? Savage? Is I'm that sorry. who you're that, talking about? Why did I say the British Bulldog? <laughs> Damn. I am going to look real stupid. No, I don't I don't, I don't think the boulder was a, like a mix of Rock, <laughs> the Dwayne Johnson and Ran, Macho, Macho Man Randy Dwayne Savage. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. Wait, here. Rock Gollum Johnson. Um, Gollum. I really like that. He, uh, she, so, you know, she, this whole big thing happens. They come to the underground tournament or whatever, and she beats the hell out of these, what, like, what, 11, 12, 13, however many wrestlers there were. And she, then the, she's six. She, no. she's, she was like six at no, that time. She, she was six. No. no, she wasn't older than eight. She was like 12. No. Yes. She wasn't that young. She wasn't a baby. I don't know. Somebody fact check that real quick. No. Guys in the back, please fact check that so I can make fun of Matt if he's wrong. Um, but my my favorite thing about that was the dad was like, okay, I just watched my daughter beat the hell out of these 12 dudes, right? That have been fighting for their that lives. That have been fighting for their whole lives. So, oh, the Avatar kidnapped her to get her back. I'm sending a guy that's a terrible earthbending teacher and the other dumbass who couldn't do anything. And I'm only sending those guys. But I'm going to pay him a lot to do it. But like, what did he think was going to happen? He, what am I looking up here? You're, uh, you're, you're looking up how old Toph was at the start of Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure because it was not eight or six. She would have been like that big. I think she was like 12. Hey, hey Aang was 100. Aang was 113? He was 112. I think. Hold With on. Twinkle toes. We're, 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 we're scanning the library in the desert. Oh, man. Dude, I don't even. Toph was born in 87 or 88 AG. Just click the Wiki- Wikipedia. Yeah, click the Wikipedia one. It'll, it'll on. give you like a we, sh- we should really know this. I feel really bad for not Bro, knowing. Bro, I barely know how old I am okay, half the time. Okay, so Toph, Beifong. Just scroll down, scroll, uh, down, scroll, very, down, scroll down. Uh, Species, gender, tight occupation. Keep going, keep going. It's on the side. It's always on the side. Age. Age 12, 12 to 13. 13. Eat my series. dick. Oh. I told you. She was 86. When she died? In Legend oh, of Korra. Oh, in Legend of Korra. Yeah, dude, she was a decrepit old woman. You know what? You know what? That's messed up, too. Well, no, because I heard, like, I was always like, why did Aang die so young? But I read something, I think, like, maybe yesterday, Alex showed it to me, where it was, like, the stress of being in the ice for so long drastically shortened his lifespan. That's why he didn't live. He only lived to like sixty six. Well, I think, yeah, something like that. But Beifong's living to eighty six. No, no, it was it was. That's no, that's hundred that, and sixty six. Yeah, but yeah. Like I, I, you know what the thing too. I kind of call bullshit a little bit on that. Like I get it. Like he's not some superhuman being, but like he's he also the. I mean, he is. <laughs> he's the Avatar. He couldn't chill out. Like he was taking a nap for a hundred years. He took a nap. 
I, I feel like he should have lived twice as long at that point. He got to sleep for, for over a century. He did live twice as long. That's why he never had wrinkles. He did live twice as long. I also didn't see him with acne at one point. That beauty sleep really pays off. You just got to do it in one lump sum. It's a century. No one tells you that. No one tells you you have to sleep for a whole century. Exactly. You got to be a cursed princess to get away with that. You're stuck or, in like Rip some... Van Winkle. Rip Van Winkle. Dude, you know what? I feel like Tupac just went to bed. He didn't die. He'll be back. <laughs> He'll be back. Just give it a century. Tupac's yeah, like Elvis. Coming. Dude, no. Elvis Elvis, Elvis went home. Elvis is not dead. He El, uh, no, he just went home. Elvis was an alien, guys. The pompadour thing, that wasn't like gel. That was like an extension of himself. It was like a little like horn brain thing. Oh, okay, so do you think if That's Boomy canon. had frozen himself in ice, he would never have gotten wrinkles? Dude, no. You know what, <laughs> you know what the thing is? I remember Boomy. I don't know if I'm... He was the crazy Earth Kingdom no, no, no. King. I know who he was. I think I'm remembering the flashback. Wasn't Boomy like a lot less tan? He as was. a kid. He so you was. know what the thing I think was? I think he just trained out in the sun all the time and turned himself into a prune that could move he, rocks. He, he looked almost like a snaggletooth Mako Tsunami he, as a kid. Oh my god. He did. <laughs> oh my god. He was Mako Tsunami. <laughs> King Boomy was a duelist. That's canon now. No, it's not. I work for Nickelodeon, I told you. Oh, oh, oh damn. Wait a second. <laughs> but, 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 uh, it, Harry Potter is now an Italian American <laughs> Vito Stromboli in the in the briefcase of meatballs. No, no. <laughs> I like it. What's wrong? You don't a like lot, meatballs? A, a, a lot is wrong. Hello, basic foodie type person. It's a ball of meat covered in sauce. You won't eat a meatball? Hey, I I do usually eat a meat. I'll eat a meatball. That's no problem. But people are always putting ridiculous shit in there. Like oh, let what? me let me put Onion? this spice. Let me put. Uh, I don't like oh, onions. Yeah. Matt doesn't like vegetables. Uh, anything that's like spice, so salt and pepper are out of the question. If it doesn't taste like a boiled goose, he's not about it. I don't like boiled goose. Or if it tastes like a boiled goose. Matt doesn't actually eat. He just photosynthesizes and drinks chocolate milk. His entire nutrient-like cycle comes from UV rays. I, I honestly think that I could survive on just chocolate milk for quite a while. Matt, you know how, like, sometimes when you forget to eat for, like, a week, but you keep drinking chocolate milk and eating candy, and you're like, why do I feel so sick? No. <laughs> I know you never ask yourself that question. You just complain that you don't feel good for, like, a month. Yeah, that sounds right. When, when was the last time you had a vegetable? I don't remember. What's, what's a vegetable? Yeah. I don't even think you don't even eat corn. My cabbages. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> My cabbages, <laughs> dude. That poor guy was just always, always in the wrong place. I, I feel like he should have gotten some kind of. I don't. I don't think that he had any parts in the comics or in. No, Korra. he did. He, he was in the comics, and then also um, in Legend of Korra, the like competing tech company from like the one of the main protagonists uh, was Cabbage Corp. C Cabbage Corp. Yeah, which I don't. I don't get that. I don't, I don't get that at all. He what? goes from, like, a simple cabbage stand man to, like, hey, I'm going to invest in technology. Well, Like, I mean, how does that transition happen? He's a cabbage farmer. Well, I mean, if people like cabbages... I mean, I guess He so. could make a killing. And when, with that money that he was making from a killing, he could finally say, fuck this, I'm sick of the Avatar destroying my cart no matter where I go. Oh, it happened all the time. And boom. Well, it wasn't always Forever. the Avatar. Sometimes, like, one time it was Omashu. He was like, they were like, you think we want your rotten cabbages? And they threw his whole cart off yeah, a cliff. Yeah, because, like, earthbenders were also assholes. Well, they, they were, they, it was, it was more... Was it Fire Nation? No, it was the Earth Kingdom. Yeah, they just, like, Earth Kingdom guards could be dicks. But they, it was, it was because they were mostly dealing with Fire Nation, and yeah. that was, that was, like, a dickish interaction. Well, I mean, like, he was obviously, like, all green. That was another funny thing, too, like, everyone was color-coded. Yes. Which I was like, no. 
No. There's well, you have no to way. know what nation you're working for. When yeah, the four right. nations are at war forever. Yeah, when people are shooting fucking water and rocks and fire, you really got to distinguish who's doing what with the right color. Well, in... Y- y- I, I... Like, apparently, if you're Water Tribe, if you like anything but blue, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There's no color you variation. Got, you, you, gotta, you gotta represent. Dude. Team. Like, even in, like, I think as far away from red they got was uh, Ty Lee's pink jumpsuit, which is just, like, blotted out red. Uh, they, they used a lot of gold. Yeah, but it was always in conjuncture with red. There was always red. There was always blue. There was always green. And, and you know what the thing that kind of messed me up, too, is why did everybody, like, choose, like, one central, like, thematic color? You know, blue, light, blue, white, green, green olive, and yellow, green, yellow and, and yellow. Yellow and were both used by fi- by the Earth Kingdom equally, yeah. I feel like. Well, the Kyoshi Warriors, like, they had the gold trim, and then, um, yeah, the Earthbenders had, the, like... The Kyoshi Warriors were different. Yeah, they, they, I mean, and you know what, too? The only parts that you really see the gold in, like, Earth Kingdom uniforms are, like, on, like, those little tile symbols that are, like, on the sashes and stuff or like on the hats but and then firebenders like reds orange that little bit of pink and black but the uh air nomads orange and yellow yeah like i don't get that at all i i get it like they're light free like dancy free-flowing colors like like airbenders would be but i don't know they were just like, we're not going to follow your color scheme. Well, they, they we, live, we live in temples. Well, they, they didn't have to care. They yeah, were free. They like just the jump wind. on their bison and fly away if they don't like what they hear. Kind of. It was like, later, nerds. Glider. That would be weird. Um, That was another thing, too. I feel like uh, like the air nomads kind of got cheated out of having like a secondary bending style. Like I guess like the astral projection thing was supposed to be like an, uh, an airbender thing where they could go into the spirit world. But I don't really like see that like... Firebenders got lightning, and the metalbenders got metal, or the, the earthbenders earth got metal. metal and lava, and then waterbenders have ice and um, bloodbending. Firebenders didn't have anything else, right? They could fly. That was about it. They, they could fly. Yeah, they could, like, shoot jets out of their hands. But, but like, the firebenders had lightning. Yeah, well, no, fire and lightning. Yeah. So they only got one. Airbenders, uh, airbenders was, got Az- none. Azula wound up with blue fire. Yeah, but that was just fire. It was just it hot was. and fire. But I'm sure they could have all done it. No one ever did. No one ever did. Well, I mean, Iroh couldn't. Like, you think Iroh wouldn't if he could? I, I feel like if Ozai he could, didn't even I, do it. I, I feel like if Iroh could, he wouldn't have shown anyone because Azula would have been second. a crazy bitch about it. Yeah, but uh, but Ozai can't. And he was the Fire Lord. Or the Fire Phoenix. The Phoenix King. Yeah, the Phoenix King. The Phoenix King. King. The Phoenix. Oh. Um... He got smacked by a 12-year-old. <laughs> um, he, he got smacked by a 12-year-old and, like, dozens of other yeah. avatars before him. They yeah, were all, all just kind of like, time. you know what? We, we got to do something about this. My favorite part about that whole thing is, like, he goes back to talk to everybody. They're like, you got to do what you got to do. You got to protect the people. Kyoshi's like, fucking kill him. Just just kill him. <laughs> just, like, kill him. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I bet she goes back and is yelling at Roku and look like, look what you did. Look what you did. <laughs> this, look, this he has anxiety. <laughs> look what you did to him. Um, but, well, like... Well, Roku showed him a lot. Yeah, Roku showed him a lot, but Roku was, like, a really laid-back, so- somewhat kind of dumb, honestly. And didn't, But he knew. He knew the Fire Lord. And he knew the Fire Lord, but, like... Well, he knew the Fire Lord, Lord's grandfather. Of his time. But, yeah. like, Roku was like, I couldn't kill him because he was my best friend, and then look what happened. Yeah. Ro- because Roku is such an apathetic, like, fuck... He but caused the Hundred Year War, even though he was Fire Nation. Yeah, yeah he was. But, the, but he's Aang, Avatar Aang, first. A, a, but Ang had a. Ang was like, I, I'm, I'm an Air Nomad. There's, I can't, I, I can't, can't kill, kill people. I, can't kill I like that I he didn't kill that. him. I thought that was cool because he stuck to his moral trail. But like, I don't know, man. But he knew something had to be done. He had an arc, like we yeah, were saying exactly. before. But I just love if, how Kyoshi's like, kill him. <laughs> a murder is okay. 
It's okay to kill him. He's go he's doing all this damage. Look at that. Imagine all the people that have died in right. the pursuit of you. How many people have you killed without thinking about it, without right. even knowing? There's no way. Like, remember when um, the Fire Nation's attacking the Northern uh, Water Temple and he turns into that big like fish water monster and is just like slicing? There's no way he's not killing like 20 dudes per slice. I, I, I they're in know. armor. It's ice cold. They're drowning. I'm pretty sure some dude got cut in half. No doubt. At, at least one. At least one, At dude. least one. But, you know, speaking of, like, Aang and him being, like, he's pacifist because he's a monk and that's what they believed oh. and he only fights when he has to. They don't have, like, a, a, a more lethal bending style. Like, you know, like, he relatively, if he was a little bit more fucked up, he could rip the air out of your lungs and just suffocate you to death. They actually, at a, at a part in Korra, they actually Yeah, doesn't, do that. what's his name? What's the, Tahir or something? Zahir? What, Zahir. Whatever he, the monk guy, and he figures out how to fly. He, he just basically flies, which pisses me off, yeah. too. Like, but what the fuck? I just thought that was so funny. I was like, man, airbenders got chipped. They get to fly, and they get big bisons. Well, uh, th getting to fly is awesome. I mean, getting to fly is awesome. But, but the firebenders fire got to fly. Yeah, waterbenders got... Anybody could technically do it. Yo, hear me out, all right? Earthbenders bend rock, right? Mm -hmm. And we've seen Toph, like, bend a rock and, like, hold it in the air or throw it or something, right? Yeah. What if she just, like, took, like, four rocks, grabbed onto, like, two of their hands and then two on her feet? Earthbenders could fly, bro. No, no. Yes. I, I, I think that she could pr give it some kind of momentum, but it's not like she could change the direction <laughs> mid-air. She would need some sort of base. Well, because I, she's I, controlled. She's got her hands on it the whole time. I, I, yeah, but still, she's she needs, like, a form. Like, and you've they, also like, seen like, them oh. move it around, like, yeah. when it's in the air. Yeah, but they were they were still, like, they had a form. They were base. They they were... Yeah, but that's, like, an old school. Like, that's a traditional, like, because a lot of people don't think about this, but, like, from Legend of uh, Korra back to... To Avatar, like that's seventy years time, like frame difference. This is like they go from like a medieval, like ancient society. Like they, I don't even think they have indoor plumbing. You know, they've got carts, they've got like no paved roads really, except for in the kingdoms, yada yada yada. And then you shoot forward like seventy years, and there's like cars and bridges and it's airplanes and city. televisions it and like yeah. But that's probably like that was everywhere had that technology because they don't stay in Republic City the entire time they're in Legend of Korra. It's just like. The gap there, like, even when they show Korra, like, she's used to the traditional styles and the traditional forms and, like, how you fight. And then they're like, no, 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 no. Because she's doing the bending tournament. And they're like, you're going to get your ass wrong with that. And then they teach her, like, that quick step jab kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I don't think you need that center. I think that's just, like, the traditional way that it's done. And that's how it's learned. But you, they made improvements to it. And, like, you saw, too, as that series continued, they kept fighting in, like, more modernized ways yeah, when i was watching them fight to me it was a lot in avatar the last airbender it came down to they're doing this you need to react and do the encounter but when they translated to when they transitioned to korra it was a lot more of here's their attack you, you can ignore it and make your own by doing this you can you don't have to fight so linearly you yeah. can use all kinds of things and in avatar they really you would think that they they used all, a lot and they did but it was so linear when compared to how they fought in Korra because they're throwing all kinds of different moves and right. skill sets that they don't even imagine. Right. Because it's 70 years later, like you were saying, exactly. they've evolved. It's more of like, you know, when you look at because all the martial arts styles from the Benders are based off of they're martial real. arts. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it's basically just like a traditional style of martial art versus a new age style of martial art. Like, for instance, um, Aikido. 
that's like a very like not traditional form of martial arts. That's redirecting flow of your opponent and doing all the flips and all that crazy shit versus just doing like Kung Fu where it's all like katas and steps and those get worked into like your combat. But it's like a very traditional style of movement. I feel like it was more bender versus bender than like, oh, crap, I'm fighting four people and I can't just stand here like an asshole. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, like, that was the transition. So, I, I definitely feel like Earthbenders could fly if they had rocks in their hands. I don't. I, I definitely I, I do. Don't. I've seen Toph pick up, like, a mountain-sized boulder and then, like, swing it around and chuck it. But she had a base. She was rooted somewhere. Yeah, but for for instance, the the um, metal benders on Legend of Korra, the guys who, like, are swooping around on all the hooks and stuff, yeah. they bend, like, midair. They do. They so, do. it's not impossible. I think she's also bent while falling. I don't know. I mean, maybe not her, but I know, like, firebenders... I mean, obviously, firebenders, airbenders, and waterbenders can do it, but I can't see why, like, an earthbender, especially one that could see if they weren't touching the ground, like, they know it's there, why couldn't they just go poof and shoot a rock up? Because usually they make... They, they have to make contact with the earth to do it. Can you... Like, that's such a shit, like, deal. Like, everybody else, every other bender on the planet, they don't need to be connected to their element necessarily, like... I don't... A firebender could just shoot a ball of fire at you falling through the air. And Earthbender's just got to be like, ah, damn. Get shot out of the sky. No. Well, uh. What's he going to do? I mean, okay, so uh, well, hear me about this. What if he has, like, a bag of rocks on his side? Does that... All of a sudden, he can't bend it because he's not, like, his feet aren't planted? I'm pretty sure he could just go, boo, like yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, I... I... <laughs> <laughs> go, whip, go, go. You know, no, go, Rocco. Go. <laughs> Rock on. Yeah, just shoot okay. a little. Ah, you <laughs> punny motherfucker. Oh, look, we, we're getting we're getting treats from backstage. Um, for your audio guys listeners. Are great. I, I, don't, I don't believe all the shit you talk about. Them. I don't talk shit about anybody here, and you say that so much. I'm starting to think you're the one talking shit, and you're trying to deflect it on me. I have been discovered. There's drama in the production studio. There's never drama here. Oh, there's so much drama. We're anyway. having an intervention for him. He drinks too much milk. Speaking of drama, when I was talking about arcs before, you were saying how Toph didn't have as much of one as the other people. And I can see where everyone else had their arc, except... Some of them had multiple. Yeah. Like, like Zuko had, like, three. Z Zuko was a very troubled person. Well, like, yeah. the whole time. And that was most. That was a lot in part to his sister. And his dad and his mother disappearing and, you know... Like his his sister was fucked up and manipulative, and she fucked with his 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 dad and his mom, and in all kinds of well, ways, yeah, she, she was, was behind a, a lot of it. She 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 is she she has been like the entire from the beginning all the way to the end. I am certain. Yeah, she just like finally like that last mental fiber holding her together snapped. I'm gonna fire everyone. Cut off my hair. She got. She only got worse after that. They tell you in the comics, it gets it gets oh, so bad. Sure. She gets she gets bound up in a straitjacket and oh, wild. Um, you know who I want to talk about because this got a little more serious a lot quicker than I thought it would. I want to talk about Sokka, the best character known to man. Sokka really was the best, character. bro. He had everything. The he quenchiest, the, the quenchiest <laughs> motherfucker on the planet. He had the looks. He had the moves. That that shaved side head top knot thing, like. My boy. And you know what my favorite thing about him was? Is, like, he never, like... He did get, like, discouraged at points. Like, I can't bend and I'm kind of useless. But he never didn't do something. Yeah. And one of my favorite scenes is... It's not when Zuko's joined the crew. It's, like, right before, I believe, where they're hunting down Azula. And you just... If you freeze the image when she's backed up against the wall, you see 
a line of fire, a line of air, a line of water, some fucking rocks. And then if you zoom in like real close, you can see his boomerang. <laughs> like, really? Dude, he's like, this isn't going to do anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it anyway. He's just, he was in it to win it. And then he got the sword and he became like a mildly more useful guy. Cause like, oh, now we're just fighting basic firebenders. I'm going to beat up a basic firebender. That's no big deal. No, I, 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 uh, I really like Sokka because he was just like, he, he was against insurmountable odds, and he continued to fight. He and, didn't care. And the writers made him, like, useful. He was the map guy. He was the plan guy. He knew where they were all the time. Like, he, they made him useful. Like, I think it was kind of like the show just being like, everybody, tolerance, acceptance, you can all work together, even if you're not super special. But he, he you was, got this. But he started off ignorant of even that. He was a pathetic fighter. He was picked up. He had off. to change. He did have to change, and that was where his arc came from. Like, he was, he was, he couldn't believe that the Kiyoshi warriors grabbed them. He was like, Bro. where's the man that grabbed us? Bro, when he got and his shit rocked by Suki, so good. Such it, a good moment. It was a great scene. It was also what set up the scene for their romance, but that's neither here nor there. It's yeah. everywhere. My One of my favorite lines in that whole series is, my first girlfriend got turned into a moon. That's rough, that, buddy. That's rough, buddy. That's like such a... Zuko and Sokka. Yeah. Like, they're, they're just talking. They're like trying to be bros yeah. for once. Because right. he's not it, trying to murder them for it, once. Yeah. So, yeah, my first girlfriend turned into the moon. That's rough. <laughs> I really liked um, Uncle. So Uncle Iroh is like uh, arguably the best character right after Momo. Uh, after Momo, yeah, Momo's the best character. Obviously, you were just talking about how Sokka was the best character. Sokka is the best character in Sokka my heart. Sokka is the best human character. Yeah, no, well, no, Iroh is the best human character. Sokka is the best human character in my heart. He's my favorite, but Iroh is definitely the best character. All those words of wisdom. I'm not even going to bring up the episode that makes everybody cry because I don't feel like getting teary eyed on the air, but. He was just, he, my favorite thing about him too was like, he was never, you know, he's the Fire Lord's brother. He grew up in the same environment, uh, you know, and especially being like nobility. And he was like in the military, he was a general, like he did a lot of stuff, but he still like kept like such an even ground. Like I, he definitely didn't break the walls of bossing say on purpose, mm -hmm. no doubt in my mind, but he took stuff from other cultures of bending and that made him like... 10 times a firebender. He could have beat Ozai, no problem. I don't care what anybody says. He would have done it. He got what swole. What do you mean he took things? Well, like, okay, for instance, um, in the episode where he teaches Zuko how to redirect lightning. Yes. He's like, that's a waterbending technique, my guy. Okay, he did say that. He takes yeah. in the hit and passes it through. Um, and also, too, like, that was really the only obvious section where they point that out, right? But there are some instances where you can see in his combat style and, like, the way he's fighting. And if you, like, it's a lot of, like, freeze imaging. I watch, like, a lot of stuff on YouTube, you know, just because that's what you do. Um, he's using, like, Earth-style stances when he's shooting out, like, walls of fire. And it makes, like, this way bigger amount, more powerful, like, more structured attack. And even like with the uh, air nomads, there's uh, he he's definitely taking like he, there's no doubt in my mind he's read some airbending scrolls because there are some times when he's moving around in ways that like nobody else does. Well, he he was around when they wasn't he around when they attacked no. the that, that was they were annihilated a hundred years ago. Uh, uh, that that from that span, so from when they find Ang to when he like from where he runs away to when they find him, he ran away. Because the Fire Nation came to the Air Temple. But I mean, Sozin. That was Sozin, right? That was Sozin. That was Sozin, who, who was Iroh's dad. No. Was he? Yeah, you just said it was, it was, it was, uh, 
No, it was uh, Sozin was his granddad because yeah, he was. Yeah, so he so, wasn't uh, alive uh, when the uh, nomads were. What around. was his name? Azulon. Yeah, Azulon. Fire Lord Azulon was the father. Sozin, and then Azulon, and then Ozai and Iroh. Okay, exactly. So he never he never saw that. I'm sure there were like scrolls and stuff that were left, even though the Fire Nation's like, let me burn down every single thing I can because hey, fire. Um, he's just like he's one of my favorite characters because he's just like I don't give a shit about borders. He he never really did no, the, the whole White really Lotus. Did. He never, thing. yeah, and he, you know, what my favorite part, like, he never, like, not that he didn't care the whole time, but he was like, whatever, figure it out, <laughs> whatever, I'm gonna open up a tea shop in the middle of this war in the Earth Kingdom. That's all he wanted to do. He just wanted, all, to, he just wanted, just to, wanted to, to run the a jazz, tea shop. The Jasmine Dragon. <laughs> Uncle, this tea is just hot leaf juice. How could you? <laughs> Isn't that all tea? My favorite episode is when he finds that flower, and he's like, delicious tea? deadly poison because it's that flower that looks exactly like the other flower mine is like one thing and it's not like hmm, maybe i shouldn't touch that it's like no i'm gonna i'm gonna do I, it i don't know what's gonna happen but i'm gonna drink it <laughs> gonna get it oh man uh he's such a such a good character um i also you know yeah, I'm, I'm but it's, it's really good that he he make he does make an appearance in cora yeah, he like does. I feel like if it's, he it's didn't... strange that he could, but when you see him, it's like, oh well, yeah, my god, it's like seeing an old it's, old, it's like seeing an old relative for some reason for someone who's watched the first se- oh, dude, series. Oh, dude, it's like seeing that uncle you haven't seen for ten years that you loved. Oh, yeah, but you know what the thing too, dude, is like I'm not even I wasn't very surprised that he was in it because like Iroh was a very spiritual person. He like basically guided Zuko through being like a turmoil, angsty teenager and got him back on the right right path, but like. It makes sense. Like, he would just be an old man who would just meditate. There's no more war for him to go through. Yeah, why not kick it in the spirit world forever? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was strange. You remember you were talking about the, the how Aang killed so many people in the... He definitely and, did. He, but d- during that attack on the Northern Water Tribe, he went Avatar State, there was a guy who was pulled into the water, and we you never saw him again. No. Zhao. Dead. No, he wasn't dead. He, they found him in Korra in oh, the spirit world. Yeah. And he was like still searching for the avatar. It's like, like I'm going to capture the avatar. No, you're not. It was, it was 70 years later. Was he, he an was, old man? No, he, he was, he, he, day, looked, right? he didn't yeah, age a he got day. In. That's terrible. What a terrible, I wish he would, I wish I would have died. In, in that sort of situation, I mean, like his mind is left to unravel in this fog in the spirit world. I mean, where he kind of deserved it. He was kind of an asshole. He was an asshole. Not even kind of, was. Was an asshole. He was an asshole. You know what? You know what, honestly? You know what one of my, like, shining moments for Avatar is? The face dealer? No. Creepy. Hated that. I, I, I loved it. Oh, my no. God. Ye- Thank you. Yeehaw, swamp folk. Like... They were like, okay, we have Inuits, we have refined Chinese, we have militaristic Chinese, we have the Tibetan, like, monk aesthetic for the airbenders. They were like, we gotta put something American in here. Oh, yeah. Trash swamp people. Floridians. Dude, they're Floridians. (laughs) That is exactly like, they were like, what's the most American thing that we can put in Avatar The Last Airbender? And they were like, swamps, no pants, gator possum. Gator possum. <laughs> yes, gator possum. Rednecks. Redneck. Crap. Florida. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, you, you know, the only thing I will say about, like, the swamp guys is they were definitely a lot more friendly and helpful than you would probably find in, like, the swampier areas of Florida. Like, it goes it goes from them being like, oh, yeah, sure, we'll get you out of here to town's back the way you came, boy. Oh. Yeah. They, I, I, what would you, I, I would be absolutely so much more friendly if I, if I had, if I, if I was a plant bender, though. 
Come I on. mean, well, they weren't really plant benders. They just bent the water in the vines, which, which is, is basically blood bending and every other version of water bending. Well, yeah, but that's what they call they called themselves plant, plant benders, benders because yeah, they, they bent the water. Plants. They were bending water in the plants, yeah, but they were st- it was water in the plants, but it was water. They as, bent water. As, as, they as weren't lo- bending plants. As long as the plants, the water was in the plants. They were they were bending, bending plants. And at everybody who's listening to this right now, please hit us up on Twitter and every profile imaginable that we have and just shit on Matt. What? Please. Why would you encourage that? (laughs) I want to see how responsive our audience is going to be. It's it's, okay. Look, it's simple. Yes, they were water benders, but as long as they're bending the water inside plants, they are plant bending. But they are in effect. if If they don't bend the water anywhere else, they are plant benders. In effect. They were not bending plant material. They were bending the water within the plants. So they were to bending bend the plant plants material. with water bending. They were water benders. They were bending plant Thank material. you for coming to my TED Talk. I am not going to argue this anymore. <laughs> I, yeah, because you're wrong. And I, I admire that. You're not. a big man, Matt. I, can am- I admire that you can admit when you are absolutely incorrect. <laughs> when, did I, when did I say I was incorrect? The whole time you've been talking, my man. Okay. Now, <laughs> that is not fair. You were like, a stupid man for saying that, it. You know what? That's that's a very accurate observation. You are totally correct, sir. Um, Thank you. Moving on from the plant benders. <laughs> yes, plant benders. Next time, next you're going to tell me the sand benders weren't earth benders. No, I would say they're earth benders, but they are bending sand, not just bending like sand inside of dirt. Sand, e- dirt, e- they are all ass. earth. I mean, yeah, but like again, they're not bending plants they're bending water that just so happens to be inside of a, a plant when they would you, would you consider kwami from captain planet an earthbender um no because the power's in the ring but as long as he had it he was one yeah but like again uh, he couldn't do like uh, toff would beat the fuck out oh, of him. toff would just like crush <laughs> his skull you know that's i really you know what i really want to see everybody and we should all like scream at a, a network until they do it i want to see a more like adult version of like a bending show like another avatar like i want to see it there's so many things that they could have done in such a more vicious way that like i get it's a kid's cartoon don't get me wrong i love avatar the last airbender in every way it was but like my brain was like well why didn't they just like do this or that like for instance earthbenders just crush people to death just take a big rock smack no head done right crush that rock down to tiny little pebbles buckshot you basically shoot a giant shotgun at them waterbenders they could have made like a like a paper thin disc of ice. That so, some of them did, and just some of them did. Sh- well, I mean, they cut stuff, but like just, whenever the, you would Katara see- fought that water bending master and right. the, and the northern water tri- water tribe, and he 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 rose this pillar up out of the ground, and, and she sent, sliced it in half. No, he sent like slice after slice after slice, oh, no. like tiny destructo discs. I mean, like literally, like Matt, you couldn't see it paper thin to where like you're just standing there, and all of a sudden your head gets cut off. And, like, you're talking for a second, and then you see, like, in the movie, you're talking for a second, you see that line of blood come out, and then it's like, uh, and then their head slides off. That's I, what I'm talking about. I think that they could have done it. Well, they, obviously not with the rating. Not with a, not but with a kid's show. For sure. Like, bloodbending was the edgiest thing, and I'm like, dude, why? Like, for instance, bloodbending, you could just pop someone's head like a balloon. Brain aneurysm. Seriously. You don't even need Also, that. why was, like, I felt like lightning should have been a lot more terrible everything looking. In, everything in that show didn't do as much damage as you would think. If, well, I, if I shot you with fire, 
And, and, and you're going to fall to the ground with a couple of burns on your clothing? Well, not even like burns. Like sometimes I just like, ow, I'm hot. You know what I, you know what I think it is though? I think it's kind of like the argument of like superhero versus superhero. Like obviously if they can shoot like elements and control elements out of their body, they're going to have some kind of like higher level of fortitude or something that's like allotted to them because of that. Cause like, Oh, Superman, he can punch you so hard. You fly to the sun, but he's got a glass jaw. You know what I mean? It's like you're strong. You're part, part of Superman's lore is that he's invulnerable physically. He, yeah. But, well, so what I'm saying is like when you become like a super powered type of person, I feel like just like you get a stat boost. Like you go from, you go from commoner NPC stats to adventurer stats. Okay. You know, because it wouldn't make sense like, oh, I can, sh you know, I can get hit in the head with a fucking brick and get back up. But like, it just doesn't make sense. You can't be mortally weak to something that's going to like constantly be hitting you. Well, a lot of those hits like in the, in, like you're during the, the underground fights that Toph was in, a lot of those hits would have just straight up killed people. Exactly. There's, no, there's nothing about it. Like she, go, just one tap from the earth itself, just boom. Oh, oh there goes several ribs and yeah. your skull. No, they just fly. Your leg. They just, just fly. They just fly that comically. way. You know, and the thing too, if you like, you really think about it, like they have to have that like, concurrence of okay i can shoot a rock out of my hand and then this firebender can get hit in the face with a boulder and not die immediately because then the whole show would have been like spent like military like we're all hiding behind cover and everyone's got like finger guns pew 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 and you're just trying not to get murked by a pebble or like a bolt of fire oh my god that would be a terrible show. yeah it would have been absolutely horrifying and then just a terrible terrible show would have been over like that and get shot once done avatar's dead no it's over no, the avatar, the avatar is reborn as somebody else, and then they'd have to what start if it's the show. Fire there. Nation. If it was Fire Nation, that would be a horrible thing. Evil Avatar. There would be. I don't think be an evil Avatar. Evil. Avatar Roku was a Fire Nation. Yeah, avatar. but the war didn't start yet, he, and Ozai he, wasn't he, in charge of him. Okay. Because <laughs> you know Ozai would have been in charge of him. I'm going to make a death machine. It would have been like um, Pal Palpatine Invader. Would have been like Palpatine Invader. That's what it would have been like. You think so? Oh, for sure. For sure. A new avatar would have been super evil. Death Machine. They would have like colored in his eyes red for effect. He'd be Color his eyes red no, they can't, blue. They can't, like, they can't get the blue to go away, so they just make him wear contacts. <laughs> <laughs> Here, wear these. What do they do? When you avatar state, they'll turn red instead of blue. Oh. Is that necessary? Yes. Yes. You it's, need to look as evil necessary. as possible, and everyone knows red is it, the most it, it, evil it's color. It's not evil. It's Fire Nation. Evil. Wink. Wink. It's Why did you say wink? <laughs> I didn't wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. We've talked about a lot of uh, a lot of stuff here. Oh, I love that they were like, we could just do normal animals. No. Turtle duck, moose leopard, or Sa moose lion. Saber-toothed moose lion. Saber-toothed moose lion. I do love Bosco, though, the bear, just the bear. And they're all like, oh, what, you mean like a platypus bear? No. no. You mean like a raccoon bear? No. He's just a bear. a bear. That was the Earth Kingdom. It's like, this place the, the Earth Kings pet, right? Yeah, Bosco. Oh, I also hate to, um, this is a spoiler alert for people who haven't read any of the extended lore or heard about it. I actually haven't read anything. I just keep hearing stuff. His daughter, the Earth King's daughter, ate Bosco. What? Yeah, because his, her, I, 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 if I, I'm not 100% sure on this, so don't like attack me, but I think he died. <laughs> And she was like, I'm going to eat this fucking bear. And she just ate him. She ate him like a steak. Which bear steak is actually pretty good. I've had it once. But he was like the last bear. Also, too, like... Last bear. How does that come about? Like, how do you get a platypus bear? Like, did they... 
is there like a weird like gene splicing well, laboratory well, uh, or did well, someone just well, make when, a platypus when, and a bear fuck well when a bear and a platypus love, love each other, other very much, much or are very drunk or both <laughs> or both <laughs> or both sometimes you forget the condom if you've had a few bottles of beer that's that's weird yeah that's how you got here what? Yeah, I asked your mom. No, you didn't. I did. My mom wouldn't talk to you she, about that. She said that your dad had too many Jack and Cokes, and they just forgot. They just Rum forgot. and Cokes. Yeah, whatever. You don't care. I don't. You don't even know the story. No, I anyway. don't. <laughs> Avatar, yeah. The Last Airbender. Yeah, let's go back to that. Avatar, The Last Airbender. They were talking about, you mentioned the Earth King's daughter ate. Bosco, which that's, was the bear, just the bear. That's terrible. It is terrible. It probably was delicious. You you already said that bear steak is good. Yeah, you know. Also, another thing, I don't remember seeing like a lot of like herd animals. Like, I remember the only time I saw like a livestock animal was that episode where Zuko um, left Uncle Iroh and went to like that small earth bending village where he like scared off the ruffians and he went and brought the kid back to like the farm or whatever and they had all those like different like pig hybrids there was like a pig cow a pig sheep and then like a pig pig i a pig pig yeah it was like two pigs it was two pigs on <laughs> two top pigs. of me <laughs> yeah, i don't think there was two, a double pig no, <laughs> it was pig. a really big pig it stood on its back legs wore glasses and had a clipboard i think it was in charge it, it, it said oink yeah <laughs> nothing like you were like noise. oh it's going to talk oink and then it would just go back to scribbling <laughs> but like yeah not a lot of livestock animals like i, I know well, everyone wasn't vegetarian well, again it, why would they show a bunch of livestock in, a, in an adventure about an, an avatar restoring order to, to these four nations in the hundred year war i mean Sokka was always screaming about meat you know so i thought it would happen at one point of course Sokka was screaming about meat he he even promised to be a vegetarian that gave and, up that gave up sarcasm once uh, dude, and no. that didn't work that lasted all of four seconds avatar the last airbender would have been the worst show on the face of the earth if Sokka would have kept that promise why? Because that he was the show. He, he, Ava- just, just the legend of Sokka, the Avatar's best pal. The le- what? <laughs> That's what the show should have been called. It would the have been like Planet Sheen. It would have been great. No. The legend of Sokka. The legend of Sokka. The whole intro would have been a commercial for cactus juice. The quenchiest. The quenchiest. My favorite thing, um, when they go to, when they're flying around in the you desert. You've got a lot of favorites in this show. The whole show, brody. The whole show. I just keep thinking of stuff that I like about it. That episode where they go to the library that's in the desert. You mean the one that Toph has to hold up? Yes. I love two instances in that episode. Toph goes, there it is. And they all forget she's blind constantly. And she's like, that's what I was like when one of you 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 They're all like, you dick. But I really love... um, I've held books before. And they they don't really do uh, it for me. They don't do it for Uh, me. Oh, oh, that's right. You're blind. Yeah. Remember uh, to another blind moment when uh, her and Katara are fighting because she's the blind bandit. And he's like, let's write my sister a note. And then Katara's like, Toph is blind. (laughs) But I love when they're in the library and he's like, I need a piece of knowledge and then you can stay. And he does some dumb thing. I don't even remember what it was. Who? Ang? No, Sokka. So- oh, He's just Sokka. like, that counts. I think it's like a wanted... Pa- it's like something stupid. I can't even recall. Well, I, I do remember that... Oh, that he ties can- a knot! He, he tries ties- a dragonfly knot! And like, that counts, right? That's knowledge. And he goes, I guess. And he just takes it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he got that. It, that was his favorite thing. Well, that that same creature makes a, makes a, a return in Korra. Yeah, because you see... Uh, this, I remember seeing the scholar as a skeleton... 
yes, in the library. Yes, as a scale. That, that was the last guy who said he could live here forever. Yeah. And he did. He did. <laughs> I, th- I feel like the Fox guys brought him food for a while. They might have, but they, the, he, in, in the Korra one, he's talking about, he's trying to talk to one of uh, Aang's ancestors, one of the little girls. Yeah. And he, they're, they're like, you get, he's like, get out. No one is allowed in here anymore. And they're like, I thought that someone who, as long as people brought you knowledge, that that would be okay. He's like, I know everything that you could possibly tell me. And they're like, well, what about how, what about a radio? I know what a radio is. It's a small box with a man inside that makes noises. <laughs> that <laughs> and, is not correct. She's like, no. That's, that's not that, how It that actually works. works like this. <laughs> There's and, a tiny man then, screaming <laughs> inside of a radio. Then, then, he lo- then this, this bird spirit that looks back at, the, at a dog. Just, just, oh, yeah. looks, that, just that small dog. He's like, apparently I've been fed lies about the radio. And the dog just kind of slinks off. Dude, like that's so funny too because like I, that's what a dog definitely thinks is a radio. <laughs> he's like, there's a little man in there. I don't know where he came from. I've never seen him before, but he's screaming at me and I can dig it. I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little guy in there. That's definitely what a dog would think. No doubt. <laughs> what? I just, that's so funny because he sends out like these like dog fox creatures into the world to get him knowledge and he doesn't think for a second like yes this is like a from slight- the perspective of a dog yeah, like this is a slightly smarter like dog spirit but it's still a fucking dog <laughs> like he just brings he's like hey so I don't I don't have a manual I don't have any written inscription and nobody told me this but I am positive that a radio has a small man who lives inside of it and tells you things and the owl's just like I believe right, that. Yeah, no, that's, that, that sounds that I, tracks. I, I picked you to send this yeah. to get this information, so you why, must have gotten it. Why would you lie to me? Like the whole time, he just like he went out, took a took a pee somewhere, took a nap. <laughs> like it was like seven o'clock. He's like, ah, crap! And he running back. Like I'm sorry, I'm late. The radio, there's a guy in it. And he just like slinks off to his room. He's like, that that's nothing's gonna come of that. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, that that, che- that totally checks out. <laughs> the thing you forget about and then becomes real relevant all of a sudden. Oh boy! Uh, right now, about I want to I want to mention the combat in Avatar. Okay. I want to mention how epic a lot of the fights are, and okay. how ha- and how it it's 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 supposed to be really awesome from the from the get go. They let you know that this this awesome powerful dude froze himself in ice because of this storm that was going on, and now well they they needed him, and this this war has just kind of gone on and on forever. Yeah. But. Okay, he's back. He's back, and he's ready to get struck down immediately, and then get struck down again. I mean, and again, he 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 escapes a couple times, but he gets his ass handed to him so many times, just like Korra does. Yeah, but two, two all right. So two things I'm going to shoot at you for that one. One, it's a very uh, like important lesson I think both shows um, instill in you that like, no matter how hard you try, no matter what you do, even if you do everything right, you can still fail. But you shouldn't take it as a, oh, I lost. Now I'm done. He, you know, every time he fell down, he got back up twice as strong. Second, the Avatar is actually a Super Saiyan. The Avatar is a Super Saiyan. They just beat the hell out of him. They almost die. And then they come back and they're like, hey, guess what? I could do this now. And they crush a planet. You know, I I, I I don't think Aang would crush a planet. Um, I'm pretty sure he definitely. I, I don't think Kyoshi would crush a planet dude, either. Dude, Kyoshi would crush the universe <laughs> if she was like, map, I gotta do it, smack. She was like, <laughs> everybody had a spirit animal guide, right? Like, you know, Aang has Appa and um, Momo. Mo- well, Momo's not. Momo's just Momo is Sokka's spiritual guide, if anybody, because they're both they both have the brain of a lemur. But <laughs> I, like uh, Korra, I love Sokka. Korra gets uh, Naga, the the polar bear dog. You know, Kyoshi's animal guardian was 
fucking just guns. It was no, just guns. no. Yeah, it was no, a big cannon. I no, don't care. She didn't have one. Well, like every avatar has one, but they never make any mention of it. And like in the extended lore, like it's never brought up anywhere. Her spirit animal is guns because murder. Just constant. That was her answer for everything. Like, oh, the package is late. Well, I'm going to kill the delivery guy when he gets here. Most violent avatar. But I mean, the guy before her, Kurok, which was a waterbender, he died in his 30s, really didn't do shit. And kind of was just like, uh, hey, I just want to surf, bro. <laughs> he was he was like the penguin from Surf's Up, Cody. Oh my god. <laughs> I just, never saw just that. Just wanted to surf, bro. Him and Rooster Joe. Well, that's what happens when the avatar of course he died early. Yeah. At least Ang Ang lived to be almost four or five times that. Mm. He died at sixty-six, so he made double that. Sixty-six. That doesn't count. He was frozen. He was alive. He wasn't aging. <laughs> I, he wasn't really I mean, it's more of like uh it's more of like a coma not so much living you're just kind of existing but he was alive if he died if he if he died the avatar would have been born anew and the, the war would have been significantly different yeah but i'm not i'm saying he was alive but he wasn't living okay okay he was fair. an ice cube bro he was an ice cube he made the water cold that was his only job no no years. he did the water kept him cold no the cold kept him water no that doesn't make sense doesn't have to. That's he wasn't all. water. <laughs> well, he's eighty percent water. We all are. Uh, yeah, except allegedly. for you. You're eighty percent milk. Chocolate milk. Yeah, and I hate to break it to you, Matt, but I think we're a hundred percent done with today's episode. Really? Yeah. I don't want to talk about water anymore. I have to pee now. Really? Yeah. It's I, time to I, go. I have, I have to pee too. All right. So we'll hold, we'll we'll both go at the same time. I'll hold your hand if you hold mine. And we can make an X. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again for listening to the third episode of Andy and Matt with Matt and Andy. He's Andy and I'm Matt and that was Flamio Hotman. <laughs> uh, hit us up next week for our next episode. We're going to probably do another dissection of more Avatar lore and jump a little bit more into Korra for everybody. Uh, make sure to check out our websites and all of our social media. Like, subscribe, and hit that little bell button for all your notifications coming to you wherever podcasts are streamed. If you have time. If you're waitress.